0: is going on everyone. Welcome back to another episode. And I know I mentioned we'd only have one more this year, but there is going to be one more after this. I wanted to squeeze this one in because I know right now that you're probably dealing with your job some work event for the holidays. And I want to talk about a blueprint to really surviving and thriving that event. And some of the companies that maybe you have worked for or work for currently have potentially labeled this as a party. It is anything but that. It is work outside of work. And the second that you realize that, the second that you have a plan, that you'll go in and you'll come out better than you went in. That's the goal. That has to be your goal. I'm going to talk about some things that you should do to allow that to be a real possibility. But before we get any farther, this episode is brought to you by our friends over at Firstport. Firstport sources some of the best vintage souvenir tees, sweats, and more notably, the history that comes behind each design. Think of any vintage or old school design that you've seen someone wearing but didn't know where to get it. You go to Amazon, you go to Etsy, and while those places are fine, you don't really know what is legit, what is good quality. Well, I have a perfect place for you to go to get something legit and great quality. Designed and printed in Connecticut and shipped all over the world, head to firstportcompany.com, that is F-I-R-S-T, port, P-O-R-T, company.com, and tell them I sent you by using code ANT15 for 15% off of your next order. First Port has been a longstanding partner of this podcast. I have worn it on social media. I'm typically wearing First Port or some assortment of it. And again, I want you to get in on this can't miss offer by going to firstportcompany.com and using code ANT15. Yes, I know the question that you have, and why can I not let loose? Why can I not allow this to be a party? Why can I not enjoy myself? I'm not saying that you shouldn't enjoy yourself, but you have to understand and think logically here while you are sober. What do you want in this company? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to go in your career? I promise you something that you do at this work event, we're not calling it a party, Could change the trajectory of your career forever. I have personally seen this. I have a great story actually. So a few years ago, I was working for a brand and we had an event uh, for the holidays. And even though I was not like an employee, I was just someone in a partnership deal, I could still see people that were employees of the company there around other people who ran the company, CEOs and the whole entire C-suite level. And I remember being involved in a conversation with, at the time, the CEO of that company. And another person came up and was just introducing themselves and allowing themselves to know the CEO more, whatever. And he started talking. And he was a little under the influence. There was alcohol served here. And he... The craziest thing, I... I don't even remember what my reaction was in real time, but I tried to move the conversation to something else. It got to a point where he was asking the CEO about his background or his heritage, like what country he was from. They were talking about it in some capacity. I don't know how it got to that. He was drunk and made the mistake of like saying, oh my goodness, like something about his Italian heritage when he was clearly from Latin America. Um, And I can tell you that by him being drunk at this work event, most definitely impacted the view of this CEO, and this was a smaller company at the time, the view that this CEO had of this person for the rest of the time that that person worked at that company. It just did. And you want to know the craziest part about it? This person was an incredible worker. They did amazing work in terms of content creation and uh, everything involved in their job because I worked with this person. And when I saw this happen and I, I remember leaving and getting in my car and I was like, oh my God, this person just ruined their career because they did not have a plan going into this. And at that time, I was young enough to recognize this. But again, I had a father who was, after striking out five times at baseball games, was drilling this shit into my head. So thanks, dad. But I want to give you this plan into really thriving and surviving your company holiday party that you're going into. First of all, that story I mentioned, let's just start off here. One drink limit. If you don't drink at all, it's going to make you suspicious. So you can't really do that. Even though you maybe don't drink, I don't even drink at all. I'll drink socially one drink because I drive everywhere. So I don't also like being not in control of myself and that whole thing. And you can imagine that's probably how I am. And it is indeed true. So hold yourself to one drink, nurse that shit the whole time. You don't want to not drink because then it makes you look suspicious as you're trying to be Someone you're not. So you kind of have to, and I learned this in the 48 Laws of Power. I've been talking about that book a lot lately. I've been for, it feels like sporadically over the last couple of years on this podcast. If you haven't read the book, read it. It will change the way you view people and every interaction that you're in. And when you read that book, and more specifically with this one particular law that I'm going after about outshining the master. You never want to get into a position where you do or say something that outshines them. You want to know in your mind that you should do that, but not yet because you're not at that position of power or level. As long as you know what to do, sometimes it's better to just not say shit. Trust me, That advice right there is going to save you potentially your job. But when you're at this event and you're not drinking, really, one drink, that's it. This eliminates any flirting that could potentially happen. I'm human. You're human. Let's not sit here and lie and act like we've never thought that someone we worked with was attractive or hot. It happens. We're human and the reality is oftentimes we're with people that we work with more than our immediate family and friends it happens and i can tell you as someone who has dealt with this in terms of people even in a work setting being super like flirty and there's a difference between being flirty and being nice and i'm now i think in the last 2 years have seen the flirtiness at a whole other level, and I'm just really good at handling it, but I think they continue to do it because I don't feed into it. Again, classic women behavior, but if you're also a woman out there, you're probably dealing this situation with guys, and I understand, as a guy, that it's not exactly easy, even though we're on different sides of the spectrum here. (sighs) just don't drink at the party. It's not worth it. Not party, work event. Don't do it. It's not worth it. One drink, that's it. I don't even consider that drinking. This is going to eliminate any chance of flirting and that person that you just think is so attractive or hot. Again, let's not act like we've never thought this about someone we work with. One drink, have some conversations, get the fuck out of there. Trust me, one of the best pieces of advice you will hear on this episode today. Another just basic piece of advice, get there early. Don't get there super early, but get there right around when, again, the pack is getting there. You need to continually, while you're in your work setting, but even at this work event and any work event you go to, have to remain seamlessly within the pack of people that are also working there, even though you want to separate yourself and you want to do big things. What you don't want to do is look like a tryhard and really outshine the master in any possible way. That, I've had a situation where I did this and it it cost me a lot. So, get there, write around when the pack is, have an understanding of it, do that. Another thing that you really need to understand, regardless of how many happy hours or group messages that you're in outside of your work context with these people, they are not your friends. As much as they make you feel like it, they are not. And I know women primarily, I've seen this, have these group chats and they hang out and they talk. They're not your friends. I've also seen another example of this this year within another brand where one girl that I knew got taken advantage of by a group of women in the company who thought or who she thought were her friends. And I knew they weren't, but you cannot think like that. This is not your frat party that you're going to in college where you just go there. You think about, okay, what's the next move while you're there? Like this, You have to have a plan when you go to this work event. And when you're in college, there's never a plan. Maybe there is, but it never goes to that this thing, have a fucking plan. And the biggest key to success at this event, the biggest key, doing all those things, as I mentioned, is very important. Asking people about their life, but doing it in a non-intrusive way. Don't talk about yourself. And by the way, I remember reading this in a book, not 48 Laws of Power, but two years ago, I read this. And it's amazing how much I've started to really implement this in my life, even just moving here to Miami this year. How people just start to gravitate toward you because you're coming off as very genuine and nice. And even though I do that, this is just, again, another one of those things you need to be doing to separate yourself, but also remain seamlessly in the pack and remain likable. That's how you thrive at these events. You need to come out better than you went in. If you can leave this event knowing that you did that, it was a success. But the big thing that I have to stress, asking people about themselves, and this is just in any basic human interaction or behavior. When you start doing this, even if you don't give a flying fuck, people will be like, Oh, wait, I like that person. That person was super nice. Like, let's have them around more. Or, I like them. And this could affect where you go within that company. But of everything I've said, that is the biggest key to the success. And also, I can say it again, and I will. I hate to sound like your parents. One drink limit. I know some of you out there are like, oh my gosh, I can't do that because then that turns into two. Or turns into three. I'll tell you, those might be the amount of days you have left in that company. If you do that, one drink limit Remain seamlessly in the pact. Understand that the people there are not your friends, but you can still ask about them in a way that's not too intrusive. Don't talk about yourself, and uh, just have that plan in your mind before you go in. If you do all of those things, I can guarantee you, you will come out better than you went in. That's the episode. Shout out to First Port for sponsoring this episode. If you're looking for some cool vintage apparel for the upcoming holiday season that we're in now, I don't even know why I said upcoming, we're in it now. If you're looking for those Christmas gifts or gifts for people, um, whatever you celebrate, First Port has everything in vintage and even current styles. They're really cool because I have a ton of First Port and I've gifted a lot of First Port. Uh, to people that I know because I've just been given so much, and I have to give a shout out to them. They have sent me, oh my gosh, so much stuff, and uh, I appreciate it. I just don't have enough room in my closet for it, and I can't wear all of it because I'm picky, but I also understand that First Port is amazing and incredible. Enough about them. Firstportcompany.com, code ANT15. Also, you can head to slash partners for other deals and discounts with our updated partners head over there and check them out with that being said have a great rest of your week stay safe out there and i will talk to all of you later